Welcome to Growing Up Fire with Jamie Coots. Seahawk, it is our commitment to you that you have complete access to the top professionals, industry experts, and products for your fire service. We stand by the service and products we provide. We are proud of our past and we are constantly listening to our customers and exploring new ways to bring better options to the fire service. This is Seahawk. High level, safety, service, security. Please visit our website at www.seahawkservice.ca or give us a call at 1-888-791-4210. Welcome to Growing Up Fires, uh, Season 3, Episode 12, and I'm happy to say it's at the FDIC Hallmatro booth here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I've got Henry with me and Sarah from Hallmatro. Thanks for coming and thanks for being here, and I guess thanks for having me. This is a bit weird for me. We're excited to have you here. (laughs) So am I. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you're excited to have me here. (laughs) Everyone will remember Henry from season one, the Canadian manager for, I might might get the title wrong, but the Canadian uh, guy for Homatro takes care of all the dealers and reps. And then Sarah, do you want to just tell us what your title is here at Homatro? I'm the marketing manager. So I oversee all our marketing, our trade shows. So everything I'm looking at right now, and they'll be able to see it because I'll take some pictures and send it out to them, is all... You had to take care of all this? All the marketing, yeah. Getting it all. Wow. Okay. Nice job. Yeah, <laughs> she did a great job in it. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of new products launched this year at FDIC for us, and that doesn't come together overnight, right? No, no it's been it a doesn't. challenge, yeah. but it's exciting to unveil it here. Yeah. What's it like to try and, like, what's the pressure to keep a secret and to know that you got the most awesome stuff on the market coming out, but you can't really tell anyone about it? Well, for sales-wise, <laughs> right? So when we're on the road and we're talking about things and you know it's coming and the dealers are, geez, you know, I, I wish we had this or I wish you guys were working on, what are you guys working on? Well, we don't, we can't share. We want to share because we want to stop the sales process for something out there in the marketplace, but we can't. Of course, people like Sarah who don't want us to open <laughs> yes, exactly. or say anything, right? <laughs> It's not always easy, but we're always doing R&D at Homatro, and we're working on things. And I was fortunate enough to be part of the R&D project here for some of the new stuff here. And, of course, I was working on it a year and a half ago, and I can't even talk to the sales team at Homatro about what we're working on because, you know, what salespeople are like, right? little yeah. loose lipped and oh don't buy that yeah. because i know it's coming right so yeah you're, you're good at it though I'll, and i'll give you credit to that is like you you keep us on the hook right you're reeling us in all the time you know uh something new's coming out i can't wait to tell you but i can't tell you yet and and meanwhile sarah you're sitting there back fingers crossed hoping none of the sales team anywhere starts to tell people oh i yes and i already <laughs> know that they have some loose lips so we try really hard <laughs> Yeah, you got to keep it under. It's, uh, what do they say? Telephone, telegraph, tell a firefighter? Once it's out there, it's out there, right? And you got to uh, go with that. Someone's testing their siren this morning. So as we kind of move along, let, let's take a little bit of a step back, Henry, and talk about kind of the history of rescue tools, right? You and I have been around a long time, a lot of dirt under these shoes. And, and so let's think back to the start of the career. Do you remember what the rescue tools used to look like and... Jeez. I don't know if my career was as long as yours, but it, we're probably close. Right? Yeah, no, uh, Rescue Tool evolved a lot, right? So we had hand-operated. We had what Johnny and Roy were running back in yeah. the emergency days where it took three people in an army to pick it up. You know, single-stage pumps, 5,000 PSI, even less at times, right? And then we, we grew to two-stage and 10,000 PSI, and people thought, wow, what a big change. And, and yeah, we had... Uh, dual hose, single hose, right? Core technology, being able to swap a tool and not have to go back to the pump to shut it off. A little pump, great big pumps that took three people to <laughs> carry. Uh, we, I mean, we've been through it all, um, all the way through now to battery-powered hydraulics, right? So the myth is everybody calls it a battery tool, but it's not a battery tool, right? It's hose, It's a hydraulic tool that's powered by batteries. Batteries, yeah. So... In the past, right, we talked heavy with Johnny and Roy. It was super heavy. Then everybody wanted a light tool. 
But right. geez, we did all this engineering and working to get the tool as light as we could get it. And man, we did it. And then all of a sudden people like battery powered hydraulics. Well, we added 10 pounds to it again because I mean, Better battery, battery. <laughs> pump, oil reservoirs all on the tool. You untethered it, gave you freedom, but it gained some weight again. And um, yeah, it's changed tremendously, right? So combi tool to batter, uh, to cutter, to spreader, uh, it's a huge choice today to be able to attack today's technology cars, right? So right. today's cars are really challenging the rescue companies to build something to be able to cut the car. So yeah, it's changed a lot. I think that's something really hearing this year at FDIC, right? There's a lot of stuff about the electrical vehicles and how we're going to take care of it. And the firefighters are, it's actually super concerning, right? And so you took a little bit of training, you took some online sessions, and then you come here and you listen to industry experts talk about it and people are starting to freak out. And I hear that over and over as we go around the show. So I'm happy that the companies are taking that serious and looking at how are we going to help people get through this, right? Because I think back, like my very first tool ever was called the Kinman tool. And the Kinman tool was simply just plug it into the battery of the truck. You had to be within the 20-foot tether. And so, you know, we were parking fire trucks almost on top of the scene we're trying to, right? And they were so slow and so brutal. Today's tools are so fast. You can think as fast as the tool works, right? And so that stuff's exciting to me. So here at Hall Matro, I was a slow convert over to Halmatro. I was a another company and Roy from Shadowhawk over in Alberta. And he just he would stop by every year and try and, hey, you should buy this stuff, you should buy this stuff. And I was like, you know, get your orange stuff out of the building, bud, where we're this other company. And then all of a sudden one day that we had this need. So we bought a, a combi tool and a, the small pump in the orange case. Remember the one I'm talking yep. about? So we could take it in the helicopter. And so having the need to have the smallest tool, the lightest tool was driven by that helicopter stuff. And so for us, it was great because now we were Hall Matro. And once we got one, then we had to get more. And then I became kind of a student of the games. Like, you know, instead of just, I like this because of this, I now wanted the best rescue equipment that we could get for our people. And so Hall Matro just keeps changing the game, right? You know, car construction changed the game. Yeah, that's fair. I guess you got to change with it, right? Correct. So, and um, so... Battery powered, our new battery powered hydraulic tool is no longer a one stage or a two stage. It's a five stage. Like we're we're not just building a battery powered hydraulic tool. We're trying to build something that's faster, stronger, and more performing than anything we've ever had before. And and we're always thinking about well, we need to get some longevity out of the battery, also, right? So if you think about a car, right? So back when we were kids, and that's a long time ago. Right, Jamie? Long time. Well, long for you. <laughs> yeah. Barely for me. But <laughs> When we were kids, we had big motors and small and big transmissions, right? So it was heavy. It was big. You know, it only shifted three gears. Got horrible gas mileage, right? But a big motor. Jeez, we got. We thought we were, we were cool, right? You had your girlfriend sitting in the center of the seat, right, with you? But today's technology cars got smaller. They got more economical and the transmissions turned to a 10 speed. Well, that's what Helmatro's Pentheon series did. We went, moved to a five, five stage pump, right? Which gave you a five speed transmission. So it gave us a lot more longevity out of our battery because our battery doesn't need as much. It doesn't need, doesn't require so much work time. It's shifting gears and not putting the pressure on the battery to continue to work hard. So the myth has always been the bigger the battery, the more performing it is. But it's just inverted, really. It's just that you haven't got your transmission set up yet to work on a smaller battery. So oh, that's awesome. It's fair. And actually, you know, as we were recycling the tools yesterday, you could really see that, right? It's just that that different shifting as it goes through. It's it made it really fast, incredibly fast. And so I love that stuff. All right, let's get back to Homatro a little bit. So Sarah, how long have you been with Homatro? A year. A year. <laughs> wow. And in a year you had to go through all of this and get everything ready and What's it like being on a home Metro team? Well, I'm new into the fire service industry and it's been wonderful. Just the things that we create and the lives we save has, it, it gives me passion every day when I go to work and I'm learning to bleed orange just like everyone else at home Metro. <laughs> everyone is so happy to be a part of the team from our warehouse employees who all they want is home Metro gear because they're so proud of what we do and the tools we make. And I love it. That is pretty awesome. We were at a dealer event the other night, and uh, thanks for inviting me, by the way. And and uh, got to uh, 
see that there's quite a few women in quite a few uh, great places at Home Natural, right? And so for me, that was a, an awesome point, a proud point, right? The, the old boys club is uh, no more and, and women are allowed and, and thriving in, this, uh, in the fire service, which is great, in the rescue service. But I also noticed something, and, and I kind of want you both to talk about this, that uh, it really seemed like a team atmosphere, right? Everyone was supporting everyone. And as you kind of hit the top dealers and different things like that, everyone was genuinely happy for each other. And, and so that really speaks to the team for me. So, Sarah, I'm going to let you go first about, uh, you know, how it feels to be part of that team. Everyone is just so willing to get hands-on. Preparing for this conference, there were so many people in the office who stopped what they were doing to help Joanne, the national sales man- manager, and I pack crates, get tools ready, get things ready for the road. Just even here, setting up at the booth, the team is out getting things done and and it's great. It is such a team environment. And everyone's there for support, too. It's fun to watch Henry because you're kind of the lone wolf up in Canada there. Um, but then you get down here with all your U.S. counterparts, and and uh, it, it was kind of fun to watch you operate there. Well, yeah, there. trust me. So if you were at hot training this week, everybody was kind of laughing because the only Canadian flag flying at hot training at FDIC <laughs> was out front of at Homacho's uh, truck where I snuck a Canadian flag down and my, we were all setting up. I had my Canadian flag up, but they had their U.S. flags at the front of the compound for Homacho, but the backside had a Canadian flag flying and you saw the buses get unloaded and they were all looking as, wow, Homacho's got a Canadian flag going. And, <laughs> and honestly, we are the only rescue company with a Canadian manager within Canada. So, so yeah. Helps, yeah. And for a team event at Homacho, like, I don't know, I think most of the listeners know of Homacho's Golden Pin Award, right? So Homacho's Golden Pin Award, we give to any fire department that was successful to save a life while they were using their Homacho tools. We encourage them to, you know, give that, send that to us, talk to the local dealer, let us share your story. So that story, we have a town hall at Homacho where the employees come in. It's important that the employees understand at the factory, what they're doing, the quality by design and what they're doing is important because it goes out on the road. And unlike any other tool inside the fire service, if you think about it and the fire people that are listening today, you can deploy a hose, you can deploy a nozzle to put out a garage fire. But, you know, there was it was a garage, right? Might have been an ATV inside of it or whatever. But when you deploy a rescue tool, there's a life every time. And that's where, you know... Uh, Fire departments need to understand that um, do, your, do your study, look at things, and be sure you get what you want for a rescue tool. Because when it comes out of the truck, unlike, I would say, 90% of the tools inside the truck, you're going to save a life. So share with us so we can share with our employees in Maryland so they can have pride in our tool line, too. Wow. That uh, that about sums it up, all right. It's uh, you know, you while you're talking there, it jumps me back in my mind how many times we've had to deploy the tool and how many lives you've impacted, right? And at the end of the day, even when you're saying it, it's just this thing that firefighters are used to. We deploy this stuff, and and that's kind of the job, and that's what we do. But going all the way back to developing the tools and talking about that it must be make for some really interesting and really cool conversations you know at the headquarters in the u.s at the headquarters in the netherlands that you know where people are are talking about what we do actually impacts lives and and sarah you'd said that earlier and it didn't really hit me the same and and now as i'm thinking about it it's like wow it's it's true like every tool that i look around the booth and see will be sold eventually to somebody and that could impact, right? Save a, a mother, a daughter, a son, a father, uh, anyone. That's what gets me. I have two <laughs> little boys and I think about that, just knowing that the right equipment is in the right hands. It's important. That's, well, that's our, awesome. Our model right at Hamatro when the race is for life, right? So right. you'll see that on our on our shirts and our, it's what we believe in, right? So Yeah. Yeah, it's not just a thing you say, That's right? right? It's a real thing. That's awesome. Okay, so that that takes us right into new technologies and kind of why Sarah's job was so hard over the last year and why Henry had to keep so quiet about everything. And so so let's talk like so there's the Omni the Omni struts are out now, right? The BB4 BAF18 fan, it's going to be called. Wow, that's a, a mouthful. And the T1 forcible entry tool. And so 
it was kind of cool because we'd all been hearing stuff's coming, stuff's coming. And then we saw the video come out and, oh, it's the T1 forcible entry tool. And we're like, oh, that's cool. But we all know how Matro good enough to know that that's not the only thing that you were about, right? And then to get here and to see um, all these products set up, ready to go, what the changes are, how good they are going to be and how they're going to impact stuff. Let's start with you, Sarah, a little bit, right? How excited are you to be sitting in this booth and look at a year's worth of work to get everything out here and ready? It feels great. The best part of all of this, especially with OmniShore, is it was under wraps for so long and we knew we were going to unveil it here at FDIC and we were all very excited. Like a lot of great energy to get this out and show it because we have some really revolutionary new system that will change the world. Wow. Well put. It will change the world. Henry, you helped, you know, part of the development of it and and then going through the whole thing till today. And I know you, so this was killing you for a year and a half <laughs> to not be able to tell us, right? And and to show us what was going on. So what's it like to finally be able to talk about it and get hands-on with this stuff? So I guess everybody knows that usually if Almatro launches something, it's because we've done a lot of homework, tested a lot of things. And we want to bring, or we want to try to fix any of that, you know, troubles, you know, hazards or dangers or make it faster, make it better in this shoring product. So, and we did, and we took a close look at it. And what we were trying to do was we're all looking at electric vehicles and, and limiting the equipment because compartment space getting smaller. So what we did was we brought a product that only requires six shores with no extensions and no bracing able to connect each shore together, but be able to do spot shores, raker shoring, heavy vehicle trench, all in the same kit was key for us in this, in this design. And we did different revolutionary things when it comes to putting the, the product into a danger spot. We created, for those who understand heavy rescue, you're in that hot zone too long. If you're there for a second, that's already too long. So we tried to create a, a product that you would be able to adjust the shoring from a distance. Um, it's hard to explain it all here in, in the podcast. For sure. But here in the next months to come and here in 23, myself and our dealers across the country and in North America, we'll say North America, we'll be out with shoring. And we'll be able to explain to you all what we did there. I think the proof for me was, I don't know that much about the shoring, but you know, I'm here with some guys that did, and there was other people standing around and we're listening to you explain how it was going and other dealers jumping in and everyone was so excited about it. You couldn't all wait to tell everybody. And so I didn't watch you guys and I didn't necessarily listen to you. What I did was watch all the people with that background, right? So the task force people from Canada that run around. Right. There was a guy there that had a FEMA background and he was kind of sitting back listening. And then the people that I work with every day are sitting there that uh, that use struts. And I watched their faces and their faces were like, told me everything I need to know. Right. They just lit up and they were like, wow, we're going to be able to use less of this and it's going to be more effective. And I'm not going to have to be kneeling where I don't want to be in the first place to adjust th things and to set things. And their faces told me everything I needed to know about what you'd developed here. Right. And so that was cool. And then right beside that, you have the door entry problem. And so, yeah. you know, they're, they're trying to listen to you and they're excited about what's going on, but they're also looking over every time the door pops because someone's using the T1 tactical tool next to them. And so let's talk a little bit about that. Let's jump over to that one. I guess the fire service would talk forcible entry or got doors or working it. And, you know, we were out there in the field and we're going, geez, there's got to be a better way. Like, I mean, that's labor intensive. Uh, you're in front of the door for a period of time. So what can we do? What can we design? So R&D at Homatro starts the wheels turning and we start working or something. What do we do? Hydraulics, right? So we integrated uh, the same hydraulic system that you would see, but hand pumped into a hand tool. And it's created or changed like our way into the door. So it, a couple pumps of the handle and the wedge will open up inside the head and it'll, you know, it'll force the door open without having to pull down on the halogen, push up on the halogen, right? It, it was super good. And then the wedge that detaches on the handle, you can, everything's all in one kit. And when we started to talk about it at Homatro, you know, well, well, whatever. And okay. But wow, I worked it for a while. And if you take the halogen 
and you use the halogen on the door, then step back, put your wood chip back into the door, and then use the T1, you'll understand why that so you, don't, you want to go back to that. Because us old guys, I'd rather pump that thing all day long <laughs> as I would be to crank that arm. So I really don't know how much wood or how many logs of wood that we cut here this week on that forcible door, but our uh, our guy at the door today uh, said yesterday, he said, there was one right after. There was a lineup for people to oh, try yeah. that. Yeah, some trees went down, no question. <laughs> yeah. Even just while I was standing here. And so it's funny, Sarah, to watch you. And, and this is the trouble with the podcast is everyone can't see us, right? But to watch you looking at Henry while he's explaining things. And you can see, you know, you're you're off that, uh, how how awesome he thinks that tool is. And he's explaining how it works. And so what's it like for you? You know, you're, you're the office part of Helmatro, let's just say. You're doing the marketing and you're doing that stuff. And you're trying to think of the right words and and the right names and, and all of these things to help with the Helmatro piece. And so as you knew that these three things were coming out, which one were you the most excited about? There had to be one where you're just like, oh man, this is going to be. Oh, that's hard. I, <laughs> I mean, honestly, shoring, I feel like is just our biggest product launch here right now. It's we're up against a competitor and we're going to show them that we can be in the market. Yep. And I think with the innovative team that we have here to create that, just seeing people's reactions to the new product and just the wow factor. That's what gets me. It's fun to walk around and, and uh, hear people talk about how they're going to put these new tools in their truck, how yeah. they're going to deploy them. You know, what is it going in the rescue truck? Is it going in their pump? Do they have a special operations truck? And, you know, now that we're not going to need so many pieces, what are we going to do with the extra space that we're going to have from that? And to me, that was all cool stuff, right? It's just like it kind of when firefighters talk like that you found something special because they already want it, right? They want to grab the ones we're looking at right here in the booth and take right. them home with them and start using them. And so um, what kind of pressure is there with that? Because now you have this launch, right? And now you're going to get this onslaught of orders and everybody's going to want that. So how does that feel at Helmatra to go, hey, we had super big success. Everybody's pumped about this. But next is the pressure to, to deliver, right? I just got to say for Sarah, though, can you imagine, though, as we get into this, she has to be our product specialist because she can't tell people about it in marketing <laughs> unless she knows about it. So 100%. everybody always says, well, oh, well, maybe the marketing. Yeah, let me take the marketing person with me because she knows it all. Like she has to study it to, to put it yeah, out there. It's right? right. so that pressure for her and to deliver what comes next, right? So before anyone else knows about it, she's in there with everybody having to learn the product and know the product so that she can. Correct. Right. right? So she yeah, needs to know it because she has to explain it in documentations and social media. <laughs> right. and stuff, right? yeah. so, in every sign, in every so video. She, <laughs> yeah, so she's always hanging around. What do you think? Right. But uh, no, the pressure starts now for sure because for her, Every one of us guys, the five of us at Homatro that do North America, we're at her right off. She already knows. I want. I have the Ontario Association of Fire Chiefs next week. I want that T1 at the show. And I want the fan at the show. How do I get it there? Well, you can't have it. What do you mean I can't have it? So the problem is, is that everybody sees it here. People are talking about it. But until we get into production, this is what we have. Right, right. Yeah. We're moving into the next step, and and everyone wants to take that fan. We're so looking at every one of us. There's a home. fist fight coming at the end of the show, <laughs> at the end of the day today, for who's going to steal the fan and <laughs> run down the road. You know, all the words, hurry. Yeah. Well, that's what's happening. But uh, that's it. But Sarah says, no, no, that can't happen. <laughs> so. She can be our friend, but someday yeah. she's not our friend. <laughs> so she also has to be the one that decides all which show it gets to go to, and. Yeah, no pressure. No, none. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's on you. Eh? She's got a lot of dinner invites, though, Just, this yeah. week, right? <laughs> Trying to suck up. Can you take me here? Can you take me there? All right. So we didn't talk about the fan yet. So I guess we're to the fan. The BAF-18, that's a that's a cool name. You just told me that, so I'm, I'm still getting used to that. Man, the fan. Well, we went with BAF because it's powered by big-ass fans. So <laughs> if you haven't heard the company name, big-ass fans, it was great to work with them. They okay. helped us with the design. And the cool thing about our fan is it's lighter, significantly lighter, and it runs on our Pentheon battery platform. So it's an easy addition to our Pentheon tools. 
like to me, that was genius. When I walked up and I was like, okay, I'm going to have all of these tools that need a battery, right? Why not have one more tool? So now I can have six tools in my heavy rescue truck and a fan or two. And now I can only have a couple spare batteries instead of having to have, you know, I have to have Milwaukee and DeWalt and Hall Matro. Now I can actually just have the Hall Matro battery. So if you think about it, fan companies in, in the marketplace, positive pressure fans, PPVs, we call them in the fire service, right? People are going to battery power. So if you didn't think we got many calls from the, uh, the PPV fan manufacturers, we did, right? Hey, let us give, let us have your battery design and we'll we'll adapt it to our fans so if your customers can, you know, enjoy your... But that's not the way Helmatro is. Like, so if we put a Helmatro battery on your fan, and I don't know, if your fan doesn't perform to its expected, you know, our name's on it. Right. And it's reputation, right? You're all about right. the... And, yeah. and Homatro has that reputation, right? Quality by design. So why wouldn't we design and design our own fan? So uh, many people walk by, competitors, and they point to the fan. It's light, performs very well. It's got a few, you know, neat options. But you know what they said? The biggest thing that they, they, they don't like about the launch of that fan, it's got Homatro on it. And they said, we, we will lose sales just because we you've got that, that orange homatro <laughs> on there. Yeah. So why partner with somebody when we when we do design, we do R&D, we work things. So it's like Sarah said, why not complete the platform for our current clients and help them out? Yeah, that's awesome. And I talked to several people who were like, I need that fan. Give it to me right now. I have several extra Pentheon batteries, so it's just an easy fit. Yeah, we were thinking the same thing, right? It's uh, as we transition to all the the Pentheon stuff, you know, the more things that run off that battery, the better, really. And so as far as R&D goes, I hope they're back there thinking of other things that this battery can power. And Henry's already getting straight faced because he can't look at Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) We're always in R&D. We have a complete division of R&D in Glen Burnie, Maryland, and in the Netherlands. So... We can't stop for our clients. Things aren't stopping. Like you, you mentioned EV cars and, and different construction. I mean, Jamie, we're teaching differently. We're not doing the two-door blitz anymore because B posts don't rip anymore. Like the junkyard car will rip off. But the new car in the in the marketplace, if you pop that back hit that box, back, sorry, Nader pin and think you're gonna spread the make a cut and spread that B post anymore, you're not. It doesn't yeah. go right? It springs back to you. The days that where we tried to push the B post down and just lay the B post down with two doors, we're not doing it anymore. Right. So we got to do R&D to figure out how we're going to get around that. How to keep it going and how to... It's one of the things you see with all the trainers, right? Like there's so much pressure to learn all this new stuff and keep going. And, and I even recognize it, notice it, you know, when I was up in Slave Lake, for example, you're not seeing a lot of EV cars running around in, in Slave Lake, Alberta, right? North, the northern part of the province. I go down to the south and I'm in a city there and every third car is some kind of electric vehicle, right? And so, you know, where we laugh and say, well, we'll never see a Tesla up in Slave Lake. Well, I can't drive from my house to work without seeing a Tesla or 10 or 20 or whatever. And so having to keep up on it and the pressure of that is incredible. So happy to hear that you're thinking of that and on it all the time, right? And I enjoy my time with you, Henry, is because I get to hear about all these new things, right? You're always out there training and, and doing different things and picking it up. And so... Homatro, please keep going, keep learning, keep doing all the things you have to do. Acres Emergency Vehicles, a message from our community. A person who is risking his or her life to save the lives and properties of others deserves something as reliable as an Acres Emergency Vehicle. This is our mission, to thank these people with the best gift we can, our best effort. Our commitment includes a firefighter-driven design, manufacturing integrity, personal and professional service. We are here to serve. We guarantee personal and professional service every step of the way. Acres Emergency Vehicles, built for a life of service. Please visit our website at www.acresev.ca. 
and so that kind of takes me a little bit to that rescue side. And so I know, Henry, you, you got a big passion for being able to go on the race circuit and to help out on that. So can we talk a little bit of Helmatro and the race circuit? Yeah, well, I mean, we're, I guess Sarah will talk about who we who we back within the industry, but I'll leave that part to her. But yeah, we or I've been active and I actually it's probably where Helmatro met me years ago is working for NASCAR at Loudoun, New Hampshire for the NASCAR series and the cup series and, and, uh, open wheel racing and different events and the F1 in Montreal. And it's, it's all those different events that, that bring it to this and part of Canadian motorsports response team. And we get, you meet, get to meet all kinds of neat people and people you didn't expect. I mean, Reba McIntyre comes over and puts her arm around me. It's one day at F1 says, I've got the, I got my, my, uh, my son here and he's running a car or it's always, you know, you see some big event people and you go, well, I'm so glad to be here to say that I've responded to a lot. Yeah. I, I have done a few car fires and we've had events and I've had unconscious patients where we remove the roof and the helicopter takes them away. Racing's dangerous. That's why we like to supply the, I'd say the majority of the race groups out there with rescue tools, but it's a different mindset because as much as you watch it on TV and you think whatever, they're talking in your ear. Hurry up, let's go. Hurry up, let's go. Because sometimes we respond and it's and it's nothing. So it's strenuous. When you go on the track, they got to go to commercial. And when they're gone to commercial, you need to get done. So let's, um, for those who enjoy racing and work in a, a safety circuit, there's lots of potential and lots of opportunity to get out there and do it. Contact your local racetrack. I'm telling you, they'll invite you in. Castrol Speedway in Edmonton, I know the guy who runs that, and his safety team, he'd enjoy to have somebody join it. Uh, all the way down to, you know, the racetracks in Quebec and Ontario. Hey, I got it. tell your listeners, it. get out there and ask to get in. Yeah. And I'll leave the rest to hear Sarah, because marketing usually <laughs> wants to have that credit. They know who, who we're helping and yeah. who we're not, yeah. So it's cool because our racing spans, it's across the globe. So we um, sponsor FIA, uh, the IndyCar Series. Who else am I missing? Am I missing anyone else? IndyCar, IndyCar F1. F1, yeah. Um, so we do some other small series, but the major series is IndyCar and F1. So IndyCar, being their own safety, safety team, travels the circuit oh, okay. with, with the team. So their trucks, their tools has a complete 53-foot hauler. They come in, the same guys, just whether it's the Toronto Indy, to hear it, the 500. It's the same guys who see the driver every day. Um, for the F1 series, it's it's not the same. Um, they come to a track, I don't know, they're going to Vegas this year, right? Complete new safety team down there. Right. They have to Trying certify to in front of FIA, but for us, ourselves, it's, we supply the tools, we work with the safety teams, and if I have the opportunity, I get your truck. right in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's the whole thing is to make sure, and we test with those teams to cut the halo, the windscreen at IndyCar. Those are the toughest cuts, right? Okay. But um, toughest cuts take the toughest tools. Is that what you're saying here? That's, that's, a, that's a marketing statement. I know my role. I can, you just I'll, did my I'll job. I, I, know my role. I know my role. I'm a, I'm a junkyard junkie. Right? Sarah, can you tell us a little bit of what's it like at HQ? Like, you know, what's a day at the in the life of Halmatro at HQ? Oh, that's a good question. I think it depends where you're at. Um, meaning if you're on the floor assembling tools or doing quality inspections or you're up in the office. Everyone is, it's a friendly office. Doors are open, people come and go. Everyone knows everything about everyone, I, in, in a good way. How's, how's your family? What's new? And I think, as I mentioned earlier, everyone just kind of bleeds orange. They are so happy to work for Homatro. Right on. I've heard Henry talk before about having to assemble tools and being there. Do you get a chance to do that, Sarah? Are you in there doing that? Um, I haven't really, but I would welcome the opportunity. People are very patient. So I mentioned earlier, I'm newer to the team. People sit there and explain things and how the tools are put together and why the blade goes this or does this. And it's it's helpful for me to understand. We have so many amazing products. We do. Right. I, and I think that's where we talk about it, Henry, is that, you know, you, I'm talking about different pieces of the tool and you're like, 
telling me about being there, putting the tools together, right? What's that like? You're, you're on the floor, you show up, you're down there for a couple of weeks and you actually just jump right on the floor and, and learn how to, how the tools work. Yeah. So in the latest series, Pentium series, right? You can't be out on the road. Well, not us. I, don't, I can't say they, but we at Hamantra, we don't go on the road and not know the tool from one end to the other. And the only way to really know it is to get on the assembly line. Work with those guys who would have been there. And I'll tell you, the average uh, years of service out of Matro are huge. Like, I don't yeah. even dare, I don't even dare guess what that might be. Right. So you see Danny or, or Dave Cook or all those guys down there that you see all the time. You say, Hey, I'm going to build tool with you today, Danny. He looks at you and he, you know, he knows you're going to slow him down, <clears throat> but he knows it's important for him to work with you. So you, you start down the rail. And then you talk and whatever. No, he says, don't talk. You just need to stay focused. So we, we work our <laughs> way down there through there. But what's interesting is that once you get down to the end of the assembly line, every time you see the same guy there and he takes the tool off, he puts it on his test bench and he runs his test through, right? Make sure everything's good, works, yep. right? While he's gone back up through there and he's doing something else. And then, then it goes to quality. Then it sits at quality for a number of hours just on its own and then he puts it on the quality bench tests it and then he puts it back and then he'll test it again and i went through the process right through to even went down to where they package the tool and understand you know like the molding like we make a foam mold and yeah. then i'll go over to the to the repair desk where uh, adam works and you work with him for a while understanding you know what you're seeing what's the problematics what you've been seeing coming back so you can communicate that to your customer like, hey, we're seeing a lot of this. Watch what you're doing, you know, because the transition from host hydraulic to battery hydraulic, it's not the same. You're taking a solid cylinder and then you're giving them a wristwatch, right? So <laughs> so you communicate. And I, I like that part where you can come and I'm in northern Alberta. Canada's different, right? I can be in northern Alberta or Manitoba. And if I've got a few tools on my truck... I can fix something there. And it's the same with our dealers. I tell them, watch for this. If you notice this, tear the bottom plate off and fix it because they probably get into a, a door or something because battery hydraulic tools are bigger. They're heavier and they're less forgiving to the normal firefighter, I guess, thing. Because if anybody can break it, we will. Oh, right? yeah. We'll put it on the hood. We'll let it it's slide down. It's part of our job. Right? <laughs> right? I can say that because I was in for 28 yeah, years. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I said, if we can break it, truth. we will. Yeah. <laughs> I always laugh when someone tells me it's firefighter proof. I was like, no such thing. <laughs> no. It's impossible. No. No. no don't. <laughs> so, HQ, uh, I guess there's some new stuff going to be happening at uh, headquarters, some new uh, training stuff. Can we talk about that today? Yeah. We can. Yeah. You're staring at each, each other. other. Yeah. <laughs> we can. yeah. So I'm, Sarah's going to be part of this in a, in a little bit because of course she'll market it and whatever. And of course, like I said before, she has to know it as well as we do, because if you're going to tell about it, you got to be able to tell about yeah. it. Right? So part of the team, right. That worked the R and D for shoring while well, that same team is working the training center. Of course, okay. Shoring can be, you know, it's fairly dangerous or we need to instruct people properly, right? So let's instruct people properly right at our own facility with our own trainers. So shoring, right? We'll have a complete, you know, setup for L-trench, T-trench shoring, rakers, sidewall shoring, bot shoring, everything to do with that. And then we'll do heavy vehicle shoring because it all, we got to show it all right from A to Z. But don't forget that the shoring product also builds monopod bipod and tripod so forgive the same but for our rope pippy friends on the on the on the podcast who i can't tie a knot i'm surprised i don't have velcro velcro shoes (laughs) we will have all that rope rescue business available too so we'll have part of that in our training class where we'll have the monopod bipod and tripod set up because the shoring does it all with six shores so yeah, and it'll all be all sudden, back sudden. At, in Maryland and Baltimore. So our dealers will come. Our rescue specialists will be there. And if end users want to come down to do a training class, hey, so be it. We welcome people to Homatro. Yeah, you're going to be able to get in there and see it all and then actually use it right there at the site. So that's pretty exciting. From a marketing perspective, that has to be pretty exciting. We are very excited with a new product and to have the resource to actually show it and let people get hands-on with our equipment. It's, it's important. 
Yeah, it's kind of a game changer, actually, because even for a fire department, like it's hard for us to find a place to do that kind of training, you know, to find a tanker that's rolled over or to, you know, to dig a trench. You're always worried about someone falling in it or right. So to have a place where you can go and learn these new tools in a new setting, that's going to be pretty awesome. We might add a little something inside of it, too, to to test fans and right? So we we can't launch a fan that's made by Helmatro and have you not come in and try our fan. Right. Right. So it'll be all part of it. And of course, we already cut cars in, in the training center out back. And, but it'll be like a candy store for us fire guys. We'll go down there and get a little teaching done, maybe have a crab cake. And I guess we might have a beer if our arm gets fired. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah it, I mean, it's exciting. I Being a guy that goes to lots of training centers and developed a few, uh, you know, I'm always exciting to hear that there's going to be more training available. And, you know, the better your dealers are and the better your training specialists are, the better the training that they bring back to all of us, right, wherever we are. And and uh, that's always been a cool piece. That I love that Homatro does that and, and that we have access to those training specialists. You know, it's not just someone showing you a tool or fixing your tool. They can show you how to use it better or different techniques or things like that. And so um, that's always been a real special part of buying Homatro natural products for me. Well, and then you have people like Henry who know the tool inside and out that can help. And I love that. If I have a question, he's my go-to guy. <laughs> the Canadian. Right? The, Cana- uh, yeah. the Canadian. The Canadian. Version. And uh, we love having, supporting the Canadian network. I mean, you, it's huge. We were, it's great. Yeah. And that was part of the dealer thing was fun to come and see, you know, you're, you're one of the guys, right. (laughs) With all the other um, people that represent all the other parts and then the dealers underneath that. And then the rescue specialists, some of them were there that help out. And and so I can see, you know, that passion all the way top to bottom, right. You're in a room full of people that just love these tools and, and all the things that you're doing there. I want to jump back to the shoring just for a second. And it's just simply because I'm sitting beside it and I'm looking at it. And when you were explaining it the other day, you got to get a couple highlights. This is like the teaser. So people are going to be talking about Helmatro and listening to the podcast and they want to jump on and they're going to look at the videos, right? What do you want them to go looking for, Henry? What are, what are the key pieces? So in the shoring line, of course, we did some really cool things and we patented them. Yeah. So the Trident Coupler, when you see it, Right, because it's hard to explain it on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. But when you see the Trident Coupler, you'll explain to you that that FEMA, NFPA, shoring specialists, when they make a couple or an extension onto their onto their shore, um, they wanted that extension to be solid. So we created that three finger uh, Trident Coupler to involve into the other uh, shore. So if you look at it, and of course people will at different shows coming, it almost looks seamless. We had people here at the show didn't even notice that one shore on one side was a solid, solid strut, and the one on the other side was coupled, right? So they go, oh, yeah. What's that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, and the second part where we had people, shoring specialists come into the booth and say, it was brilliant. What was brilliant? This restrictor. And I go, well, what do you mean by the restrictor? I said, and he goes, you know what I mean. So we go over and I go, okay, so you're looking at our shoring and you're not seeing that it's a different brace. Right. In other companies or other manufacturers, that brace is a whole different piece inside the shoring uh, setup. For Homatro, it's not. It's the same shore that you could use vertical or as a brace because we have a restrictor that holds the strut from expanding. So people who understand shoring that are on the podcast know that a raker can expand or sink in. Well, the diagonal brace with that restrictor on it had just stopped that. And they go, wow, that just eliminated a whole different line of struts for us. And then you walk over to our H20 uh, strut, which people will see, which is our hydraulic lifting strut. Uh, Traditionally, people crank the jack to get it into position but probably lost eight or 10 inches of the stroke because they had to crank the jack or the pump to bring the H20 up. Us, we have two adjustments, manual adjustments to get it into position. And then with the Trident Coupler, you can put whichever extension you want on there and it'll elevate the vehicle, right? So people are going, yeah, so you could have like five struts in your in your truck and you could do a, a trench 
because somebody was digging with their high hoe or their backhoe and fixing a water line and it collapsed. And the regular Joe Fire Department, who has a heavy rescue kit, can do trench. It was all part of that idea. And then we get to the Omnilock, which the words patent come back again. Because <laughs> obviously, at Omatra, we patented our, our five-stage pump within Pentheon and all those, you know, the I-Bolt for years. We realized a ton of R&D went into what we call the Omnilock. And the Omnilock has different, you know, it, but its its job is for people who understand shoring is that when you put a strut in position and you start to elevate, you've got to spin the nut that's on the shore to tighten, you know, tighten up the shore. And what we've done is installed what we call the Omnilock, which will follow and turn the nut for you. So if it t- turns the nut for you, your man is never in the hot zone. Right. And we created a wireless controller from a distance. And then we go to the auto follow where the nut will follow on its own. You don't even have to look at it. So I expect that the Omnilock system with at least one or two pneumatic struts will be involved in every fire department, even though that they'll have the competitive strut strutting uh, within the department, they'll still need ours. Right. To move their people out of the hot zone. Again, the, the change in the game is uh, is those pieces. And so as you're explaining it, and so again, to all the shoring people, they're going to totally get this and yeah. know what you're talking about. So Sarah, for you, the challenge now is to take everything Henry said <laughs> and know that it's a physical thing sitting here behind us and turn it into a movie. And so, you know, I was watching the T1 video this morning. Really well done, by the way. The, the team did a great job there. And I start to think to myself, like, man, now you got to have all of these other videos. Have you're you seen have our shoring see. video? I haven't. All but right. I'm going to go and check it out now. And, and I just can't even imagine what a huge job that is to try and figure out how to take the words of these guys that do this, these professionals, and turn it into something that we can all look at and go, oh, wow, that's what they're talking about. Well, luckily, we have some experts I'm really ensuring Henry has become one if he wasn't already, (laughs) at least to me. But on top of that, we also have a configurator where you can go online and see what sets you need to put your shoring together. So you, we made the process easy and simple. It's new, so we wanted to do it as easy and simple. So so that's available today online. Yeah, you go online and you can just you can pick out your set and get it emailed to you, and it helps you determine what parts you need and what suggestions based on what kind of operation you're going to do with shoring. So it's always fun to, to kind of uh, think about, you know, taking the product and making the, the show about it. And then you show up in, in real life and you're starting to break it apart. I can see, you know, we're sitting here talking and they're getting ready to start using the T1 all day again, right? Big stack of wood there. And, and uh, they're going to be doing that. The fans getting the battery and people are walking by, taking pictures, everything new that's cool. So when I'm in the booth, though, it's so overwhelming for me because every single thing here over the last three or four years has been developed and right. And now it's available and it's online. Um, We used I touched every tool in the booth when I was here yesterday, um, played with it, tried to figure it all out. So to me, what's the pressure on Halmatro to figure out what's next? I don't think it's a pressure. We already read what's coming, right? So not everybody knows within the company, even, you know, like even myself, but all of us, R&D is working away. They're asking questions, but we're not sure all what they're doing Why they're until, until they, they get into it a little bit because obviously the sales are pushing, well, hurry up. Let's go, right? And uh, engineering just doesn't want those calls, but yeah, we have, you know, we're requested to give back some feedback once in a while, what we're seeing in the field. It was the development of the incline 30 degree cutter, right? So you don't see it from anybody else, right? right. But we developed the incline cutter because what we knew was coming. You're right. going to need to cut off the bead post. Tools are too long. You can't get in the back door. You need to have a way to reach in and have your tool outside the car. They knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. I asked the question one day, why is it that nobody else offers it? And they go, well, Henry, nobody else has a 360-degree operational tool. Our handle design gives you the opportunity to have that. You cannot, with the design of other manufacturers, easily implicate the incline cutter. And they go, oh, yeah. So that just shows you that their, their job is to be ahead of us, and they are. Good. That's, yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to wrap your head around that, 
there's just a team of people all day, every day, trying to get ahead, stay ahead, which is funny. It's a motto I talk about all the time. And there's Halmatro just crushing it in the background. And then it comes out, right? And so it's been fun today to listen to you talk about how long it takes to get something figured out. And then the marketing that has to be put together to be ready for today, right? right? When it comes out, the videos and, and all of the things, um, being able to go online and look at the different pieces and then order it. So, you know, thanks for enlightening us on all of that stuff. I want to give you a chance, Sarah. It's marketing. Marketing's your <laughs> thing, right? So I want to give you a chance to, to blast out there for everyone that's listening, right? How are we going to look at these videos? Where are we going to look all this stuff up? Of course. Obviously, let's go to the Homatro website, homatro.com. We have videos for the T1, the fan, and all shoring. And then if you go to configurator.homatro.com, you'll be able to see our configurator, decide what sets fit your needs, and look through there. And and that's going to be incredible. Like, I'm happy you brought that up, right? Because now we don't have to bug our dealers and we don't have to, right? We can go on, use that, then say to our dealers, you know, am I on the right track here? What do you think? Give us some feedback on that. And the cool thing is you can look at each product and get a little more information on why you might want to add this to your set as opposed to just clicking and choosing. There's a lot of background information there. That was part of the design, right? So it was able to give... A department with 2,000 people, the opportunity to buy a heavy a heavy rescue kit. But wow, I can go with, if Joe down the road was digging, like I said before, a hole to fix a water line. Before, they didn't have anything to stick in there. Two pieces, All they need is a couple pieces of plywood to drive each side of the hole and then take their Omnishore, which all they bought it was for was heavy rescue. It will shore that, shore that hole for them. Right. So the configurator will tell you the potential, what you can do with the shoring that you want to buy. It'll give you all the potential, like a spot shore and a trench and heavy rescue with this three, four struts, a couple ends and a hydraulic jack. We're done. It's awesome. Here at FDIC 2023, sitting in the whole Matro booth, talking with you two today. It's been a real special treat for me. Thanks for uh, having me to, to this. Um, thanks for sharing with us everything that's going on. All right. You know, I'm a big whole Matro fan. Everyone out there knows I'm a big whole Matro fan. But to see what we've all been waiting for and, and to be part of it today is really special. So thanks so much for having me here today. Thanks, thanks for having Jerry. us. Thanks for listening to Growing Up Fire today. Follow me on Instagram at Chief Coots to comment or send questions. We appreciate your support.